Hello, my friends. You just push play, and now you have two old guys on the back porch. I am Steve Scotch, and we have the lovely and talented Cat making it rain up in the club. Cat, what's happening? Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your premier podcast platforms. Our two shout-outs this week. One is Nassau, New Hampshire was named twice, named the best place to live in America. And our other city is Saugus, Massachusetts. And it's known for being, it's known for the site of the first integrated ironworks in North America. Giving y'all a big round of applause. Saugus. Can't spell it or say it. All right, alcohol is always on board here on the back porch. I'm enjoying a cold Dos Equis. It's always amber, always with a lime. Cat, what you rocking? Just rocking me a Cuba Libre with a Stardust version of Coke Zero. Back to the Cuba Libre. You just like to say that. Cuba Libre. Cuba Libre. I haven't yeah. tried the Dream World Cuba yet, Libre. but Stardust is pretty good. All right. Let's get right to it. Today we're going to scour the 880 channels we have on DirecTV. You may have Dish, you may have Starlink, you may have, I don't know, what. I don't even know what's out there anymore. I'm waiting uh, for Starlink. <laughs> I don't know. But today we're going to talk about live music shows. Musk, where is my Starlink? On, t on TV. Okay, trying to find some live music or maybe some recorded live music that was done years ago. Anything to watch <laughs> on these 880 channels out here. But before we get into that, believe it or not, the country music industry had another award show. Okay, Now, I think, actually, when I did my notes here, I think this was a couple months ago. Because I don't know when these podcasts are coming out. We just, uh, we just roll with it. It's very organic. So anyway... <laughs> There were there was another country music show award. There's one every week, There's, isn't it? I don't know the CMA, know. the MAT, the MA, whatever. Well, this one, evidently the numbers have been going down on people watching these shows because obviously they have too many award shows. Maybe let's just do it every three years or something. So the CMAs they they went and put it on a. Uh, I don't know. Let's call it a pay-per-view channel. Uh, was Amazon Prime? Do they have their? Are they in the TV yes, business is, now? Well, I mean, if you get Amazon like we do, getting the packages and stuff free, you have Amazon Prime with that package. Oh, okay. So for some it's people, like an it, well, th then that makes sense. A lot of people have Amazon Prime, so they could have watched it without paying the extra. I'm waiting for the Lord of the Rings thing coming next oh, on Amazon. Oh my gosh! Prime. Here we go. So anyway, the, the reason I bring it up is because on the, the country music award shows they always have live performances of like the hot performers and then they'll always you know shake the dust off of some old cat and drag reba out there or somebody and it and the sound is always horrible it's right. like why why the country music award show 
And then when they get up on stage, Miranda or Brooks and Dunn or whoever they dress, and it sounds like crap. I don't understand it. We ain't getting no sand engineers there at University of Tennessee, are we? Oh, my God. Big T, big orange. All right, forget about that. sound engineers. Sorry I wasted everybody's time. Let's get on. Okay. Now, one of the best live music television shows ever, and that is the topic today, has got to be Austin City Limits. Hands down. That is the best show ever. Um. Uh, of course, even the older shows that have been coming up right. after, uh, on Sunday nights after the masterpiece stuff, it's superb over whatever's coming out in Nashville. And you don't need satellite, uh, cable, nothing because it's on PBS. Right. Okay. Everybody has the public broadcasting station. If you have a television, that will cut on. Support I don't care if it's got rabbit PBS, ears on it. Support your PBS station. Right. It, it's a great show. It's a, it's an if I don't want to say if you've never seen it. Hopefully anybody listening has seen this thing. It's an hour long. Uh the venue holds like I don't know 2000 3000 people. The audiences are always very appreciative. Yes. Um, the mix is always yes, great. Yes, they might be the intellectuals of Texas there near University of Texas there <laughs> right. in Austin, but they are appreciative to be there. Right. And the, and it's two bands. Each band gets a half hour. There's no commercials. Let me say that again. There's no commercials. commercials. I than, love uh, Austin City Limits. Other than I love when it. It's forgiving season. <laughs> right. And anybody that's anybody is has played that show. And yes. they, they're very appreciative to get asked to play there. Um now, of course, with the good two old guys on the back porch, we do like to bring up the bad. Yikes. All right. Again, you've talked you've heard me talk about this channel. It's a, I call it the Axis channel. It's it's the letters A X S. It's on Direct TV. I don't know and if it's on Dish. Unfortunately, we pay extra for that channel too. Right, and it it, it sucks. All right, so can, can I cancel it, please? <laughs> go right ahead. They're showing the Wahlburgers now. <laughs> they were showing music on this channel. You talk about an old ass reality TV show. The Wall it's damn near in black and white. I mean, it, 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 why is this on? Why is a station that usually shows music showing the Wahlburgers? I have no idea. I need to take a sip of my Dos Equis. It's allergy season again, nice. <laughs> which is all year long. You know what? It's usually <clears throat> the, what is it, mold this time of year? Yeah, right that's... Right before the... the, the uh, they all fall. tackle me. I'm attacked by everything. Anyway, this one... Oh, it's ragweed. Ragweed's right. the worst. On this channel... They, they usually show a lot of music on the Axis channel. And they have this thing called the Artist Den. And it, it, it used to be, used to, used to, it used to be a very great show, feature like bands, solo artists. You get an hour in this small venue, you know. Well, they were advertising that Tim McGraw was going to be on there. And if you've listened to this podcast, you know, I'm a Tim McGraw fan. I think in the country music genre he's been the only steady one to, to hold the course and, and be good and respected not embarrass himself and you know try to rap or any of this dog shit he's kept it country to me so he's going to be on there so i watched it <clears throat> now he comes out it was actually recorded probably 2013 14 15 in there he did if you know tim mcgraw he did friend of a friend he did a song called city lights 
which is off an album he did like 10 years ago and fans of him know those songs people that don't know him don't know what the hell that is but they're very very it was very great the songs are really good well then after the thing goes for about 15 minutes these commercials start coming and they're just and it, it ruined the whole thing I, I bet you that that hour-long show he did like eight freaking songs i mean the last half hour he did a song and it was 18 commercials yes. and then he came back and did a song and it wasn't his fault not tim mcgraw's fault no, it's, it's the greedy bastards at the right. axis channel you know whatever commercial after commercial the the artist in thank you for ruining that that can go away now here's a live music show that blew my freaking mind a few years back it's called the jules holland show the best show now jules is spelled j-o-o-l-s now jules holland was in a band back in our day called Squeeze. Squeeze, right. I love which, Squeeze. A really great band. They'll I be played ba- the Squeeze tape all through Atlanta. <laughs> They'll probably be Band of the Week sometime. This show is, if you've never seen it, it is freaking mind-blowing. If you're into music like I, like we are, it, they got this very nice space. It's like a small, we say auditorium-like. Right. And he, Jewel has five bands. And they all set up like right beside each other. Okay, and and I don't mean five bands you've never heard of. It, what blew my mind about this show was on any given night you can see the Kings of Leon, and right beside them is the Weekend, and right beside him is Brandy Carlisle, and on the on the side of that is Noel Gallagher, and there's Casey Musgrave. And I mean this is all on the same show. Now I just made that up. That they were never all on the same. But I'm telling you. This thing is off the freaking chisel, man. And and then so it's like a lovely patchwork. Yeah, and and he'll usually throw in like a like a young band from England right. that nobody's ever heard of. I yeah. saw so many bands on that show. Where did it go? I don't know. Did the corona wipe that out? I'm wondering if this restrictions that England had during corona. Oh my have, god. It we we'll have it, to look that up. See where Jules is and Stop by and say, hey. Yeah, I mean, the studio or the television studio where they record this show is in... I mean, even Sir Paul was on there. It's in Kent. Right. Kent, England. I mean, again, you, you throw in... He'll throw in some international artist you've never heard of from a country on the other side of the world, okay? And if you think... I'm I'm like being a little overzealous about this show. Well, guess what? I'm not done. I mean, at the beginning of the show, he'll introduce each band or solo artist, and then he'll just go, go call out a band, and they'll start playing. And each band gets two songs. There's like a small audience, right, that kind of stands in the background. Right. It looks like everybody's got like a beer or it's a like drink. It's like you had a studio audience, but they're... Free flowing. They're just walking around. There's like here. There's the five spots for the band. They fill in the spots. Right, right. So it's got. It's a very relaxed mood. Small crowd. They applaud after the band's done. And and here's the kicker. Now the bands or the solo artist after they finish their song, they don't bow. They don't say thank you. Thank you very much. After the song, they just turn turn their amp down, take a seat, 
and listen to the next band. There's no walking off. Oh, I'm done. I know. All the bands clap for each other after their songs. It's so freaking cool. There's no egos. There's no attitudes. It's called respect. Yeah. Now, now I said, after all these artists finish their song, they don't say thank you. Thank you very much. Well, guess what? One night, <laughs> one of them did. And you're not going to believe who it was. Who was it? Steve? It was R. Kelly, who is now wearing an orange jumpsuit for being a dodgy bastard. Okay, oh, he, he did this song called When a Woman Loves. Now, I'm going to tell you what. R. Kelly came out there, and I, don't, I didn't know three of his songs. I believe okay. I can fly, whatever. Okay, let's just put it this way. We don't support what R. Kelly did. He did have talent. I'm telling you, when he came out there, he freaking killed it. I mean, it was awesome. The song is called When a Woman Loves. And it's it's about his mom is, is what the song's about. You well, think his about, mom died very early in his life. Right. So at the end of the song, because I, I, I tuned this song, when I heard him sing that on there, it was a couple years ago, I went straight to iTunes and put it in my... Uh, whatever file downloads or whatever well at the end of the recorded version he actually says thank you thank you very much that's actually part of the song but it just it, it kind of killed me because nobody ever takes a bow on that show and that night after he did that song he said, thank you. Thank you very much. What, did it go over like a lead balloon? No, no, it didn't. It, you know, people that didn't know the song probably didn't appreciate right. it. But anyway, the Jules Holland show, again, you're just, you've got to see it to believe it. And now here's another jaw-dropping performance. This band is called Future Islands. Okay. Oh, God. Now, this band has a, this. It has a bass player, a keyboard player. Up there with and a singer. Scissors. There's no drummer. They have no guitar player in this band. Okay, the singer brought the freaking house down. Check it. Check it out on YouTube. Check it out. Future Islands doing um um oh shit waiting waiting on you. I'm sorry. I love the song. I've listened to it a thousand times. He did the, this dude. That that's a killer song anyway. If just go download Future Islands Waiting on You. It's a great song. They've got a lot of good songs. But that night that dude went out there. When he got through, the place went crazy. Anyway, Jules Holland show. Um, it. I don't want to. Again, I just propped up Austin City Limits as one of the best shows ever. But Jules Holland, I wanted to come back. That's how great it is. They're both very excellent in their, yeah. in their own realm. All right. Again, maybe the the coronavirus took it out. I don't out. know. We need to look know. and see where that thing went. Either that or the station. Was it, I mean. All right. Here's another show that my friends and family are telling me about. And it's it's the Grand Old Opry Live. Now, again, we have DirecTV with 880 channels out here. And we can't find that damn thing on there. Can we? The Grand Ole Opry Live, we can't find it. I have, have had you gone to the search location. Yes, yeah, so many people have told me. I think it's like Friday or Saturday that that show is so great. And again, I'm you know I, I like country music, even though you've heard me rip it because 
I can't uh, Wallen Morgan oh, Morgan please. Wallen so, just so I can't there. and all the Lukes it's just I can't all take it all the Lukes you can it's, handle it's so bad any more Red Cup songs anyway <laughs> if, you, if you can find the Grand Old Opry Live on your wherever you get your television check it out again we can't but there, there's you know if you can find music on television like like I'm looking for check it out. It, it's it's something to see. Again, Austin City Limits, The Artist Den, Later with Jules Holland, uh, The Grand Ole Opry Live. Give them a go. See if you can find something you like. All right, we're going to roll right into One Tough Son of a Bitch. All right, today it is Bruce Lee. Yeah. Bruce. Born. Not that Bruce, sorry. November 27, 1940. Oh, he's from San Fran. Yeah. He's, a lot of people don't know he actually is an American citizen. Yeah, born in a hospital in San Francisco, California. I think his dad was like touring the States or something. His dad was a singer for some kind of Cantonese opera company or right. something. So they were traveling all around. Mom's like, yeah. oh, it's time. So don't be calling him an anchor baby or anything like that. Dirty. Yeah. The first Bruce Lee tried to make it. In America, he had little success. Didn't okay. go so well. Goes back to Hong Kong, makes Fist of Fury. Fist of Fury. And a couple other of those kind of films. Comes right. back to America. He's a star. I don't He's even know star. if he knew. People were like, damn, this shit's cool. A master of martial That's back martial when the major song was Kung Fu Fighting. Yeah. Remember that? Piece Love of that song. Crap? I got the 45. <laughs> a master of martial arts. And I'm going to say he put martial arts on the map in he the did. States. I mean, I'm going to say he did. I Lots mean, of parents enrolled their kids. There was a TV show called Kung Fu, but I think Bruce came before that. Yeah. Um, a lot of parents put their kids in karate classes in the 70s and 80s. It's still popular today. You know, self-defense, the discipline of it. It's a great way to build character in your child. It's it's a great thing to get into. He was an avid reader, had 2,500 books in his personal wow. library. Also, when he, they were filming uh, Enter the Dragon, they had to redo some of his, his kicks because his foot was so fast they couldn't show it on film. Yeah, yep. I, I remember the movies as a kid um you know just kick-ass fighting scenes right you know with like the asian gangs would come out and then bruce would kick all their asses right <laughs> and then and then the dialogue was funny because it was like the lips would move but it never was in sync was with, the, <laughs> with the with the dialogue coming right. out whatever um unfortunately Bruce Lee died at 33 years old. There's I a lot watched, of controversy. I watched a whole documentary on all. It was it's a, a great mess. doc. Yeah. It's a, it was a mess. It was. Um, he pretty much brought Asian culture to America. That's Bruce true. Lee did. I mean, yeah. you know. And that makes Bruce Lee one tough son of a bitch. Okay, we got what you're watching again. What are we watching? Austin Dillon, Life in the Fast. Life. Say that again. Austin Dillon, Life in the Fast Lane. Austin Dillon, Life okay, in the Fast was, Lane. Okay, there I'm, was a previous show that? called Racing Wives back in 2019. It was before. the NASCAR Wives NASCAR and a few wives. of their hubbies. They got one season on USA. And so in NASCAR's wisdom, they came back with this show. Austin Dillon, Life 
in the Austin line. Dillon is Richard Childress' is, uh, grandson. So He's, it's him along with his wife, Whitney, and adorable son, Ace, and their two best friends, Paul and Merle Swan. Did they get married? They're married, and, and on the show, she's very pregnant. Paul is uh, on his pit crew. Paul is the tire guy on his tire pit crew. Guy. Yeah, he's Any, pretty cool. Anyway, you just go through all their adventures, going through the races, and, you know, Whitney and Mural seem to think of themselves as Lucy and Ethel of NASCAR. And they're kind of funny, but it's a lot of made-up fun. Yeah. You know? It's just like uh, they made up this whole thing, how they were making up for the fact that they were at Daytona and they didn't have a proper Valentine's Day with the boys. They end up going to the castle. But at the castle, their meal that they get is from the OG, Olive Garden. And they're sitting there with those bricks. Um, we know, do the OG every once in a while. You don't want to go there too often. Love some Olive Garden. So the girls, I mean, it's fun if you want. Some I know goofy. they kind of play it up like they're ding dong ding. I don't think they're, they're as dumb dong as they one, play ding up. Ding dong too. I mean, whatever. They, they, it's just okay, fun. No, but the killer is they admit that when they met um, Austin, they were going to Kentucky Raceway, and they thought they were going to the Kentucky Derby rather than the racetrack. <laughs> wow, I'm not surprised. <laughs> anyway, yeah. you know, if you want to not think about life for. If you want to dumb yourself down a little bit, check it out. I, I, the thing that caught me on there was uh, I don't, it, I just hit the button and whatever comes on, I'll stop. I'm not, I've got to watch this show on Tuesday at 8 o'clock. That's not me. It's but just I, a NASCAR show to support NASCAR and get girls somewhat involved. Well, NASCAR needs all the help it can get. But okay. anyway, Richard Childress comes on there. Oh, yes. Again, he which makes is, many That is in, in Can I say set. two words for a second? Sorry. So Richard Childress is on there you, for like you two. You see him as lunches. Richard You're Childress up. comes on there. He's had more Botox than the Kardashians. <laughs> I, I could not believe it. My man's face is not moving. His His hair is tinted orange. He's always been like a ginger kind of redheady dude anyway. Right. But I'm looking at Richard Childress. I'm like, you're that vain. At that dude's got to be 60, 70 years I'm old gonna, now. I've got to get because I'm going to be on USA. That was pathetic. All right, let's move on. What's the name of the show again? Austin Dillon, Life in the Fast Lane. Don't care. All right, today we're rolling in with the cocktail of the week. This is a good one. It's the Tito's. That's the vodka. Red, white, and boozy. Okay, now where did you find this? This. Well, you'll notice a lot of distilleries create their own cocktails, which I think is cool, you know. Uh, you know, before See, we... their competitor, on the other hand, has red, white, and berry. Yeah. Smirnoff. Yeah. Like I said, they all make up their own thing. Hell, I can make up a drink after this podcast right over there in like five minutes. It's the uh, it's Stevie J. All right, so anyway, before we get into the drink, is it drinkable let's get into the Tito story. It's a great story to tell. Okay. First off, Tito, his real name is called Bert Beverage. You're lying. Um, look it up. Look it up. No bull. I, I even wrote down no bull. I just Christian woman going, Bert Beverage. Tito's name is actually Bert Beverage. He got his uh, permit in 1995, but before that, Bert Tito Beverage was in the oil business. Then he had, let's see, whatever. This this dude is smart, okay? Yeah, he's, but I just don't think. He's got degrees in geology, 
geophysics, very yeah, but smart I just cat. I don't think potatoes in Texas at the same time. I don't know. He started fooling around with flavored vodkas, right? Right, right. And he was trying to sell them like around the Austin area. Right. And the guys who owned the liquor stores around there said, do you see all these other flavored vodkas up here on the shelf? Nobody wants that shit. Well, I'm okay? I buy it. I know. The females do, but not a lot of females go to the liquor store. Yes, they do. So then Tito decided, I'm just going to make straight up vodka. And now it's one of the most popular vodkas on the market today. Okay, here's your Tito Red, White, and Boozy. Very easy cocktail to make. Just take a glass, fill it with ice. Add a shot of Tito's vodka, a shot and a half of cranberry juice. Are you writing this down? I'm going to wait till you go get a pen. Um, I'm, I'm on knife's edge over here. A shot of Tito's. Oh, my clothes are done. <laughs> a shot and a half of cranberry juice. And then top it with sparkling water. It's a very cool looking drink. It's kind of got like two layers. It's like a reddish it's, bottom, then it's clear on top, then you drop a couple blueberries. See, that's, I mean, if you go on Pinterest in July, say, there's a zillion of these drinks where you have red, white, Oh, blue okay. On top, I didn't so. know. It's a whole scene. Well, here's my version. Sorry, I didn't know. Is I put blueberry vodka in with lemonade and then just put a bomb pop in it, and there's my version. Okay, we'll go with that. All right, give it a try. Just anything with Tito's vodka in it, whether it's red, it's white, blue, or boozy. Do it up. All right, today we were bumpered in Stevie Nicks. Woo! Okay, have you ever seen Stevie in concert? Or no, all? I never saw her. 1985. You did? Yes, I did. Where at? Civic Center. Oh, cool. Uh, Joe Walsh opened for Oh, her, I love Joe Walsh. And she did a kick-ass concert. Yep, Stevie. Ah, 73 years old from Phoenix, Arizona. One of her dogs was like, you know, addicted to the Coke. Well, some of it spilled Poodle on the floor. Named Jenny. Some of it spilled on the floor. <laughs> and she was like, can I have some more of that? Uh, her, actually, her name is Stephanie Lynn Nix. Didn't know that. It is something a little, don't you think a little magical, mystical about Stevie? Or as some people say, witchy. I don't know about that. I don't think witchy. Inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Twice, of course, because she's in. Fleetwood Mac. Right. She's also a great songwriter. Let's give her that. I mean, I personally love what she did with Tom Petty. Uh, there's a song called Insider. Love that song. Stop dragging my heart around. I used to play that I song like the, all the, the time. I love that song. Yep, I do too. It's great. I miss Tom Petty. One of the I greatest. Miss Tom Petty a lot. Stevie's first solo album came out in 1981. Belladonna, right? Right. And the Wild Heart. Very right. successful album. Uh, of course, she did Landslide, Dreams, oh, Landslide. just classic songs, really. The kids know when they bury me, they can just play Landslide. And <laughs> yeah, that that's a good one. Um, in the 2000s, I guess, she started a charity titled Stevie Nicks Band of Soldiers, where she, uh, she's got a soft spot for the wounded soldiers, yeah, which is does. good for her. That's a great, great cause. Today, we were bumpered in with Edge of 17. Of course, that song kicks ass. Stevie Nicks, you should know 
Um, you should know how talented this lady is. So check out Stevie wherever you get your music. I'm going to thank everybody for listening. We will see y'all down the road. See ya.